I think it's time for me to get back to work. good this is the dirty mouth podcast and this is the rap game dennis reynolds it's your boy howie snickers and i am back with a fresh podcast and you know i think i'm gonna do some updates because it's just been too long you know i've uh, looked at my last podcast and i haven't done anything since march and i hate to do that to you guys because i love you that much so we're gonna have a plethora of things to talk about sit back, relax, uh, grab your popcorn, because I need to get back to my shit. This is what I fucking fully love and enjoy doing, and and if you enjoy fucking listening to it, I'm going hard. It's the same shit. Don't worry, I didn't forget about Retro Rewind. I still uh, have scripts written for that, and I will be with you on that as soon as possible, but for now, there's a lot of shit going on in the fucking sports world. And I can't wait to talk about it. So let's get into it. First things first. uh, NCAA has now allowed players to be able to be paid for the likeliness of their names and jerseys. You know what that means? It means that they're going to start selling video games. And you know what we're looking forward to? NCAA. RG, do you remember the last time you played that? I mean, I remember them being having momentum and you being able to use the mascots and verse each other. Momentum. Momentum. Why does momentum sound so familiar? Oh, the new Madden has adapted that. Interesting. It's almost like they didn't want to have a competition with NCAA, so they try to beat you to the punch. But the features that Madden just came out with are the features that NCAA had 10 years ago. Now, you're probably wondering, why did a video game stop being sold if you didn't watch sports? So let me explain to you this. In order for these video games to be sold, they had to use the likeliness of said athletes in college. And in order for that to happen, they had to be paid. Now, do you honestly think... Uh, big conglomerate like EA Sports or uh, would pay the athletes. Now, of course, there's some shady shit going on behind the scenes where the fucking paying off people to play for their college teams like Alabama and the big name schools. We're not shocked by that, but here's my thing. Pay these kids. I don't understand what the issue is. You know what I mean? Like, if I was a athlete in college now i'm not i'm I'm fat fuck but that's besides the point (laughs) if i'm an athlete in fucking college and i'm going to a fucking school and i find out that i can get paid you best believe i'm not even going into the nfl if i'm good at what i do if i'm like top tier if i'm one of the number one scouts in america and you're going to tell me that i'm about to get paid for my jersey sales i'm getting that percentage and i'm the most popular one what i am going to milk Every bit out of that cow. Are you kidding me? I'll be set. What is that? That fucking, what percentage could it be? 
give me uh, 10%. They make a million dollars in fucking jersey sales. You know what that is, right? Let's do the math. Uh, this isn't a math podcast, but I got you. 10 grand off a million fucking sales. You think that if you don't ball out in fucking college and win a national championship and get a Heisman, you're not going to do well over those numbers? Fans are die hard. There's no way in hell they're not going to go crazy over these guys. That's not for everybody, though. You know, some of them have a low profile, and they don't bud until they get into college. But some of these guys, it's like when a star burns too bright, it just fucking fades out. It explodes. College is their peak. So hopefully they can cash in on that. Those are just my fucking thoughts. Uh, Let me know. Fucking comment. I'm going to post this on my fucking social media. If you listen and you comment on it and put, like, fucking hashtag welcome back, then I'll send a gift card or something. But start doing giveaways, you know what I mean? Give me your cash app. Give me your fucking Venmo. I'll send you money. But that's only if you listen. So... And, you know, with the fall season approaching rapidly, you know what that brings around the corner the NFL. Now, what do these fucking NFL athletes do when it's the offseason? They have domestic abuse, uh, DUIs, injuries. Hmm. So, we're ready to hear about a lot of that, right? But one person you don't think in the NFL that you would ever hear some shit like that from is Richard Sherman. Now, I don't want to speculate on this because I don't know what happened, and I was not there. But something seems really fishy to me. It's almost like there was some frustration that he had not being signed to a team. Now, think about that. Back in the day with the Seattle Seahawks, one of the best defenses of all time was Bobby Wagner and uh, Richard Sherman. And you're going to tell me that he's not on the team today? Even if he was a mentor to the youngers, I mean, obviously he can't play strong safety, but he could do zone and he could be out on the field and he could help. Nobody would pick him up. You're going to tell me that of all the team's defenses that need help, he wouldn't be a fucking factor, especially to fucking tutor the new generation coming in to play. People look up to that man. Uh, he's made a name for himself. He, what, did he sign the contract with San Francisco? Didn't he, uh, do some type of clause in his contract where he had to meet a certain amount of requirements for him to even get paid. He bet on himself, essentially. This man is smart. What is it, Stanford or Harvard? I cannot remember. I think it's Stanford, like top of his class, like perfect GB, uh, what's that, grade point average? Do you really think maybe it got the best of him? That people will fold under pressure, you know, pressure bust pipes. So maybe that's the reason why He's had an issue with what's going on in the NFL world. Besides that, are you guys excited? You know, fantasy football. My wife fucking got me tickets for Father's Day to go to a Panthers game. Now, you guys know how much I love, hate my fucking Panthers. Do you know how exciting that's going to be? As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to do a podcast almost immediately after that with special guests to fucking talk about that fucking event. I'm looking forward to it. But more so, I'm looking forward to the season. Now, I just read uh, 
Tom Brady had a torn MCL the entire season. And I don't know how that's possible because the Golden Boy doesn't get touched. So what the fuck caused him to torn the MCL? Practice? Uh, fucking play fighting with his kids outside? That That's the Golden Boy. He's not allowed. You blow on that man and a fucking flag gets fucking thrown. So there's no way in that. I don't know. It's a weird flex too, especially after the season. It's not illegal. Like, you're not allowed to play when you're injured. But then again, people do what the fuck they want when they're the face of the NFL. Speaking of which, the new Madden's out. Interesting. I always tell myself, you know, I'm not going to fucking grab Madden. I'm not going to fucking grab Madden. And then I end up getting it. Why? Because it's like my fucking chill game. You know, when you just fucking want to zone out, space out, enjoy yourself, and don't have to fucking be a sweaty tryhard. Madden just comes naturally. You know what I mean? If you understand the game of football and you play that shit, it, it comes secondhand to you. Yes, I will hand out L's. Uh, you, you can catch the fucking smoke. Like, what's up? You you don't want the sauce. I'm ready for it. I got it on Xbox this time. I always get it on PlayStation. And you know what else is dropping? 2K. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 2K. You know what these games need to do? And honestly, I'm not even fucking joking around. What these games really need to fucking do? These games need to just have a massive fucking update every year. And stop rehashing the same bullshit with some new fucking features every single year. I'm paying $60 essentially for the same game. But my dumbass does it every time, so they got me hook, line, and sinker. With the microtransactions, this shit is ridiculous. How the fuck do I buy a game at 12 o'clock and you have to grind to be able to rank up? And there's motherfuckers that go to the store and buy $100 worth of fucking virtual currency to be better than me at this game. I don't even want to play anymore. This shit's not fucking fun. But anyway, let's get back on fucking track here. I am a Dallas Mavericks fan. And again, like I said, I told myself I'm not going to buy anymore. Who the fuck did they put on the cover? Luca. Who the fuck did they put on the legend cover? Dirk Nowitzki. You gotta be fucking kidding me right now. It's almost like they want my fucking money. Dude, I work hard. I take care of my fucking family. I think I deserve it, right? What do you guys think? You think I deserve it? I'll fucking give you a review of that shit too. You know what I mean? I I literally want to keep giving you content every fucking week, no matter how long it takes. I'll fucking take the time out of my day for you guys to hear this shit because I'm just talking my fucking shit. So let's get into the NBA. Are you guys enjoying the finals this year? Are you guys enjoying the fact that nobody on either side has any fucking experience winning a championship besides what the fuck's the guy's name with the dreads? I want to say Crowder 99, but I don't think he won a championship that year. I think they lost that year. Isn't that some shit? Chris Paul, 16 seasons, playing with the coach he came in the league with. I'm rooted for the Suns. What do you guys think? That fucking Suns and Four shit is hilarious. If the Phoenix wins the fucking finals, I need that man on a fucking flu. I need that man with the fucking fours up with the big foam fucking finger because that's hilarious. And if you didn't see that shit, just type in Suns and Four on YouTube. Now, 
Regarding the playoff run to get to the point where we're at right now. Okay. So, obviously, I didn't know who the fuck was going to win. Obviously, you never know. But thinking LeBron would be knocked out by Phoenix, someone lost a lot of money that fucking day, my guy. Because there ain't no way in hell. Now, don't get me wrong. Devin Booker might be the new face of the fucking NBA. And he's following in Kobe's footsteps. And I hope that man gets rings. And it's awesome that he gets to play alongside fucking Chris Paul. He's not even a point guard. He is a point god at the one. And you'd be lucky to have him on your team. He can still fucking play. He's a fucking floor general. He fucking can distribute the fucking ball like no other point. He sees the fucking floor like no other point. And it's really a joy to watch. When you appreciate it, you can break down the fucking game. Now, uh, what was it? Game four? What is it? Yeah, tied up? 2-2? Or what? I believe, I, I I don't know, I'm at work most of the time, so I have to fucking watch the games when I get done, but I believe that he had a very costly fucking turnover at the end of the game, and Giannis with the fucking huge block uh, kept him in, now, a lot of people criticize Giannis in saying that he lost his fucking game, not being able to shoot around the perimeter and basically being an inside, but bro, that's your bread and fucking butter. And if you fucking can dominate in the paint, then you stay in the fucking paint and dominate. You're putting up 40 a fucking night because nobody can fucking guard you, do your thing. Now, on the other side of the ball, the coach needs to figure out a way to fucking double team that man or we could hack a Giannis. I mean, I know they were dim, Phoenix was damn near perfect from free throw. Uh, they don't have any problems guarding, but you could switch off your men. Uh, Middleton is so hot or cold, you don't know what you're going to get with that fucking guy. So I, I don't know. I think it's up for grabs. In my prediction, I think it's going to go to a game seven and Phoenix is going to win. But me saying that out loud right now makes me feel like I just fucking jinxed myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's I, It's exciting because you don't know what the outcome will be. There is no Steph Curry in there. There is no LeBron. There is no Kawhi. Now, Kawhi, that's a funny dude. The Clippers, like, I thought they were going to go to the finals without that man. And then I guess he decided that he wanted to get surgery because he had a torn ACL after the fact that they weren't playing. So that makes me think, uh, would he have came in and fucking played on a torn ACL if they made it to the finals and not said anything until after the fact? What is this? Like, there has to be some type of fucking code or a rule, rule book. That says you're not allowed to fucking play injured because why the fuck do these guys go out there, don't say anything until their fucking season's over, and then bring up their fucking injuries? Something's wrong with that shit. That's just me though. I'm just talking my shit. Oh, and Trey Young, what an amazing first time in your fucking postseason, young man. Uh, props to you. You balled the fuck out, man. Good shit. guys excited for the space jam movie <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it i'm gonna uh i would have keep my opinions to myself what does that shit come out today like by the time i drop this shit it's gonna come out and i know fucking people that are movie lovers are gonna be obsessed with ripping this shit apart but here's the plot uh a basketball player plays with fucking cartoon characters to save the world so if you want to pick that shit the fuck apart <laughs> mentally there's something fucking wrong with you 
this is for basketball fans and kids alike, and I think it's going to be fucking great. Uh, Space Jam got the first one got terrible fucking reviews when it came out and it's a fucking basketball classic because you cannot go wrong with a legend and a fucking sport and a fucking movie because sports rule the fucking world if you think that that doesn't tie in it's all the same shit just like you guys fucking love politics and you love being on the left or the fucking right you do realize all this shit's a big show right like it's all fucking fake who fucking cares, dude? At the end of the day, we're fucking specks of dust on a pale blue dot. We don't even fucking matter, man. The fact that you took the time out to listen to me, that means some shit to me. I love you guys all, oh, man. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your support. I'd appreciate it if you fucking share it. I appreciate it if you go on fucking Apple or whatever you're listening to and you give this a fucking review. You guys are real ones. My boy Chris, my boy Caleb, my boy Rob, I appreciate you guys fucking tuning in. I appreciate you guys fucking listening. I appreciate you guys fucking giving your input and telling me what you think about it, man. Uh, shout out to you. Salute to you. Congrats to you, uh, Caleb, about the fucking baby on the way, man. That's some real shit, man. I, I got to salute fatherhood, man. I, I'm going to have to have a fucking shot for you, dude. Ooh. <clears throat> All right, man, so let's talk about fucking the Olympics and Shikari Richardson, because you know I had to bring that shit the fuck up. Now, Michael Phelps, yep, I'm going there. I'm going there. If you don't want to hear it, turn it the fuck off. Michael Phelps, this man, one of the most decorated fucking Olympic athletes in the world, not just the Olympics, period, fucking smoked bongs and ate what, hundreds of dollars worth of fucking McDonald's and he's still celebrated to this day? And you're going to sit here and fucking tell me that a woman found out that her mother passed and never knew her and literally finally just got word of it and wanted to cope with that shit by taking the edge off and you're going to strip her to play for this great country? Mind you, weed is legal in almost all the states now, if not passing it federally. Oh, uh, you guys, you know that it's illegal to smoke weed, right? She knows the rules. No, fuck that shit. She took full accountability. Give her a slap on the fucking wrist. Tell her not to do it again and let her play. It's the Josh Gordon situation all over again. Josh Gordon, one of the fucking... I don't even want to say best, but uh, uh, manageable. He's a decent fucking wide receiver. Better than most. uh, Ahead of the rest. And he can't fucking play because of this uh, weed law. But I remember Larry Fitzgerald, uh, one of the fucking GOAT wide receivers, saying he doesn't understand how these people are getting caught because they tell you before they even test you. So how is that possible, man? It's not a surprise pop-up, man. You, use your friend's piss. Right? I'm not saying you should do that. That shit might be illegal, but <laughs> you do what you got to do, man. You think that shit makes you run faster? Like, you think if I smoke weed, I'm going to fucking have an edge? If anything, I'm going to fall asleep on the goddamn track. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, dude. I, I'm not trying to hear it. The fuck?
All right, let's get into it. This is going to be my last segment. Uh, your man's just tired. I just got the work, and I got a little bit of energy in me. I was supposed to go through this shit throughout the week, and I'm trying to bang it all out once. It's a rough fucking draft. Deal with me here. You guys remember, I fucking write notes. I ain't do none of that shit. I'm just cursing, and you guys are living for it, so I'm going to keep doing it. Last fucking topic. UFC 264. Now... Can we just talk about how Greg Hardy got knocked the fuck out by a dish called Karma? Now, if you're not familiar with Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy played with the Carolina Panthers. He was a defensive end. He also played with the Dallas Cowboys. There was a domestic abuse case. This man picked his girlfriend up and threw her on a fucking couch filled with a sight rifles because like i said earlier in the podcast when these fucking nfl athletes don't have shit else to do because it's the off season and they they fucking get duis and beat the shit out of their wives now do we celebrate that shit no that's another thing how the fuck did they not get kicked out of the nfl for that the motherfuckers smoke weed and they get banned from living out their fucking dreams you don't get the fuck out of my face with that dumb shit <laughs> anyway Back to the fucking UFC. This other guy, I can't remember his fucking name. Bam Bam or some shit like that. Motherfucker came out to Spice Girls. And I'm sitting here thinking like, bro, I can't take you seriously coming out to fucking Spice Girls. But apparently he spiced up his life because that motherfucker came out hitting, right? And I'm like, okay. So I never pay for fucking pay-per-view. I don't. I don't. I I, I don't think it's worth it. Uh, The fights are two fucking seconds. But you know what? I decided to splurge a little bit. I didn't want to miss it. It's a big deal. Wife's a huge fucking Conor McGregor fan. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get the fight. I pay for this shit, right? And honestly, the prelims and the fight before the main event was more exciting than the main event. Now, (laughs) back to the fucking Bam Bam. This man drank beer out of a shoe. And I'm just thinking to myself... The announcer said that it was he was so poor that he didn't have to, anything to drink out of but a shoe with his beer. And I'm like, bro, you couldn't just pour the beer in your hands? Like, it was that bad? Then this motherfucker had a fucking, I don't even know what the fuck you would call that shit, a loafer Bloody Mary because someone had poured hot sauce and beer in a shoe and he drank that shit too. I, can you get, like, athlete's foot in your mouth from that shit? This is a... It just doesn't sit right with me. It just makes me uncomfortable. But I'm glad you knocked Red Hardy out because that is what he fucking gets. And he's fucking posted on Instagram how good fight and he'll be ready and he should have known better. But nah, bro, you got your ass knocked the fuck out. You thought you were going to win and that shit was going to be easy. And congrats to you, Bam Bam. But the other fight, Sugar Shane, bro, I've never seen a man hit someone else so many goddamn times i think he broke a fucking record it was over 200 times that man got hit and a little fucking kobe double dribble shit the shot that he does in between the punches is one of the most lit things i've ever seen however he's gonna go against somebody and he's gonna be hype and do a little fake dribble and someone's gonna knock him the fuck out you heard it here first but july 16th 2021 your boy just called o'malley out He's going to do some dumb shit and he's going to get hit in the fucking face, not paying attention because he's doing a fake dribble. The guy that took the fight took that shit last fucking minute. He barely had any time to train, got a $75,000 paycheck 
And the first thing he bought with that money was an ice cream sandwich. And then he went back to his fucking school to teach kids. Now, this guy's a fucking legend. I, he has my respect. I don't know if he wants to go back into the fucking UFC because he got his ass handed to him. But he has the strongest chin of all time because that motherfucker didn't go down for shit. But, I mean, Sugar Shane was beating him the fuck up. Now, the main event, what everybody's been waiting for, Connor and Poirier. However the fuck you say this man's name. Now, I'm watching the fight, and I don't know who has it. This is fight three. First time Connor got it, second time Poirier got it. So I'm like, I don't know. My guess before the fight started was McGregor was going to fucking knock him out by submission in the second round. So they come out, and Connor is cockier than he usually is. You know what I mean? Like, he has that fucking swagger about him he didn't have the last fight. So I'm thinking, oh, he's, like, back to his old ways. He's about to fuck this dude up, right? No. Poirier, for the most part, was holding his own. And uh, Connor tried to get him in this fucking guillotine fucking death grip grapple. And he just went upside down against the fence and lost the leverage. And then Poirier was tagging him up a little bit. Now, Connor backed up and his leg broke so he started screaming on the fucking side of the cage and i didn't know what the fuck he was saying i thought he was talking in gaelic uh, irish dialect but he was saying doctor stoppage because he didn't want to say poirier beat him he wanted the fight to be known as the doctor stopping the fight and it wasn't a proper win now he didn't knock him out he didn't submit he broke his own leg so i would say that's fair you can't say he beat him because he didn't. However, what went down after the fight is very interesting to me. They had nothing but respect for each other in the fucking second fight. In the third fight, they didn't fuck with each other at all. Poirier said that karma is a fucking mirror. And he told him to shut the fuck up, bitch. As Connor was on the ground. And of course, Joe Rogan's bitch ass has to fucking jump up in the cage with Connor. This man's ankle snapped on the fucking shin. I don't even, I've never seen no gruesome shit like that before in my fucking life. But anyway, that, besides the point, he fucking interviewed this man in agonizing pain and he said that his wife was in his DMs. Now, I saw an article saying that Connor fucking posted a screenshot on his story on Instagram saying his wife was in his fucking DMs and asked him to go to a party. And I didn't believe it because they said he deleted it really fast. And, you know, this could be speculation, but you're on the Internet. So you do something for half of a fucking second. That shit's there forever. So maybe it's true. So if that's the case, then uh, Poirier, your wife got some fucking explaining to do. Because I would like to see that. McGregor's wife fight Poirier's wife. That'd be some dope shit. Do you think there's going to be another fight? Because I don't. I, I don't know. Connor is the he might be bigger than the UFC. That man has his fucking own ads on the fucking mat. When you think of UFC, you think of Connor McGregor. Now, Connor fucking posted it was his birthday too recently. He just posted on a story about how it wasn't legitimate, and I believe him. I mean, I feel like they should fight again. However, Connor's gonna have to work his way the fuck back up, and I don't think he's ever gonna be the same that he was before. He'll take more fights, but he's the main card. And do you honestly see him beating somebody at the top of their game as he is slowly uh, declining? Uh, his last, what, four fights he's lost? I know I know the one was against Mayweather, but it hasn't been good, man. He's been tapping the fuck out. He's been getting knocked the fuck out. 
You think he, he wants to get back in the ring? You think he still has it? Do you think he still has that magic? Unless he fucking retains his belt and knocks somebody out that's at the top of their fucking game right now in the UFC, I honestly think that man is done. And I hate to say it because he's good for the fucking sport, the trash talk, the fucking swagger. Everybody loves it, but I, it, it's dark days for you right now, bud. But what do I know? Uh, I'm Howie, and I'm just here to talk my shit. Thank you guys so much for fucking listening. Uh, I promise that I'm going to be more active with this shit. I had a lot going on with me. Uh, I'm going to give you live updates. I'm going to talk about more than just fucking sports. So as long as you guys keep fucking listening and rocking the fuck out, I'm going to keep making these. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you. Real shit.